Sorry, we're closed. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of the Sorry We're Closed podcast. Uh, streaming to you live here in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our first ever, clap it up, first ever live, podca- live podcast for the Sorry We're Closed team. It's almost like the Gary V. Shadow. So welcome to the first one ever. I do anticipate um, trying to get this to be a tad bit, although I will say, Tivo, where we started two days ago <laughs> to the view of it now it is way better. Yes, yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. This this is way better. No, the first um, so two two days ago we did like an hour and I was already spent from a day of work and I just, <laughs> I just like had to sign off on Pat. I was like, "All right, shut it down. I got I got to go. I got to go." Shut it down. Shut it shut it down. <laughs> so, John Taffer this thing. Yes. Yeah. Um so <clears throat> Welcome back, guys. We did, and what we talked about last week, we're going to continue on because I was telling Tebow last night, and I was telling the people that were in here um, that we've had some some good reviews about just talking shop, just just just, just spitballing amongst the crew. And um, as you guys have all known, although yesterday was not my day on TikTok, it was just not my day. We were not. Although I will say, typically speaking, I used to have. Um, I used to have like uh, like you know, maybe two hundred and fifty to five hundred, uh, you know, v- uh, views on a TikTok was like my low. That was the low. And nowadays it's more so like you know two or three thousand, which is like a, a not a well performed TikTok for me. Uh, but yesterday was not my day. However, we've had recently we've had some uh, some good some good traction over there talking about a lot of this stuff. And and what we talked about recently was. Uh, this event that we did last week. Uh, welcome to the welcome to the show, Sean Light. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to share this thing. That's pretty easy. The bottom right. There you go. Um, but uh, we were talking about. Oh, I oh, damn! I was tell mom about this. Where do I share it? <laughs> you just press one of the people at the top. What do you? Oh, I just have to share it to a person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're trying to share it to everybody. Oh, yeah. That doesn't do. No, that. no. I don't know how to do that. All right. Um, but uh, you lost my train of thought. All right. So what are we talking about here? <laughs> All right. Business. TikTok. Exciting things. Okay. Thanks your, for the buzzwords. Your, bar, uh, your, your bar crawl. Your bar crawl. Your event. Yes. There we go. Um, we did a welcome back from Dry January event uh, where I was giving out a free drink, which uh, I have to be careful with apparently when it comes to ABC law. You can mm. only get one drink, one free drink per customer every 24 hours. I learned that. That's fine. You were, you were complicit. I was complicit, yes. What apparently ABC t- uh, likes to do is they like to send in like a cute girl. That is low. Yeah, it's honestly <laughs> ABC in New Jersey. Not that I want to become a target, but the ABC, at least in New Jersey, like it's almost like it's made to try to go get money for the state. Like <laughs> it's a sting operation. Yeah. Like you're you're putting on a sting operation to get bar owners that may given a cute girl a second drink. Like, what are we doing? Grow up. <laughs> But anyway, regardless of that, um, we had 617-ish signups. Yeah. We might have had some double-ups in there. Once we got to a certain level, of, a certain amount of signups, I stopped going through to try to delete people that I thought were not of use. Um, we had six, seemed legit, like 99% seemed, yeah. seemed good. So about 617 signups, which was pretty good. 
And we have some, some statistics that now have come in in regards to exactly what has transpired at this event and whether or not it was successful. From an overarching standpoint, what we did see is that the numbers, so last year, um, last year when we, when we did it, like the first Saturday in February, I just compared those two numbers. So we averaged to be up around 27, 28% across all the bars um, from last year to this year, which was great. That's, that's a show, well, our goal this year is to be up 10% at every, every bar. Um, Texas, Arizona was up 10%. Uh, River Street Garage was up 36%. Uh, McSwiggins was up like 27%. Green Rock was up 48%, which was wild. Uh, now, we have to imagine that there are some other factors in place because, and this is one of the stats that I found the most interesting, only about 25% of the people that signed up took us up on the offer, Okay, which was interesting. So if you just look at how much we spent on marketing <laughs> and just from, the, just from like the net out that, so how much we spent on marketing, how much was the cost of each good we gave out, and then... Did they? Did we reap the, enough benefits to do from like their their additional sales? The answer from just strictly that was no. So, does that surprise you? Uh, so I was. It was. I won't say it surprised me. I will say no. I will say it surprised me. I didn't know what to expect going in. Yeah. So I wasn't like sitting there being like, oh, a hundred percent of people are going to come out. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought maybe more than twenty five percent. But like I'm not sitting here being yeah, like yeah, so super like isolated like niche down like right in right in the wheelhouse. People are probably going to be going out. So 25 seems low to me. Yeah. In my space, like if I ever did like something online, like say I did a free webinar, right? The typical like if I did a live free webinar, the typical what you're really shooting for is a 50% show rate. Yeah, meaning 100 people sign up, 50 people come. What I have seen. Uh, very discouraging uh, in terms of just like the human human nature is that free stuff doesn't really bind anybody. Like it, it's it's almost like whimsical in in when people signed up for it, which would I did so just quickly. Uh, I ran a free sixteen hour seminar live in person. You come you'd come to the to the place for personal trainers uh, who have to spend. Uh, thousands of dollars to recertify their cr credentials every year. Uh, and I probably got 30 signups, eight showed up. And it was like a buy, like an absolutely massive opportunity for them just to save thousands of dollars, yeah. even if they didn't care for it, they could just sit in the room. Uh, and uh, people didn't show up. So that the 25% like in person, like getting somebody to show up in person, I think that might be a the pretty standard statistic there. It's interesting too because I will say that my feeling was the same. Was that like you you wake up hungover on on Saturday, mm. you went out Friday, you signed up for this free drink. Also, we didn't send out reminders either. That's a big thing too. Like, yeah. from, hey, because people were signing up well in advance. Well in advance. So there was no like, hey, by the way, you signed up for this thing. Like, what would, in a perfect world, you should they they're getting an email at like 10 p.m. Hey, are you out right now? Don't forget about your free drink. Well, it's got to be before 10 p.m. Well, whatever. 11, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that 100%. Yeah. I'd be like, I see I see you getting ready, putting those jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, that is like one of those things that I think would be important. 
in regards to like as we're learning learning how to do this like is figuring out like obviously from that perspective as far as like how much each person who the 25% that people came in how much money they spent all of that that might be a negative but we have to factor in how much how much value is the 617 emails and birthdays we got can we how many how many of those did we not have and can convert on now like how like what is the actual return on the on that email list well, what's the cost per customer here what was the what was the total spend the total spent uh, oh that's why i have my laptop hold on TiVo, fill dead air with, with uh, waiting music. <laughs> do, 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 Pat's getting his laptop. Do, 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 Pat's getting his stats. Do, 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 Pat's getting his laptop. Do, 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 Pat's getting his stats. Welcome back from that, that brief commercial. Oh, such a uh, timing and everything. Yeah, uh, welcome back. <laughs> that was great. Um, so... <clears throat> Brilliantly upset. I can't give too much because I don't want if people happen to be listening that um, oh access denied. Hold on. Um, if people happen to be listening from town, I don't really necessarily. I mean, we don't necessarily want to give away. Everything. How much you're worth to me, okay, pal? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you're worth one dollar and seventeen cents. <laughs> I request access. Why does this keep getting denied? I have to request access to my own account. Yeah, you're in the. You must be in the wrong uh, email. Yeah, no, I changed it. Were you trying to see the lead sheet? Yeah. I'll pull it up. Perfect. Um, yeah, I'm trying to change my, my, my... Oh, there we go. Well, not maybe not there. Yeah, see, it's still my other thing. Here. Okay. Welcome back. Um, so we got 617 signups. Uh, and we spent about 2500 on marketing to get it out in front of people. And then... The estimated cost of goods. Now that went that went considerably down because we didn't give out give away as much. the The estimated cost of goods sold or not sold, given away, hmm. was at two dollars per per customer that came in. Uh, so I guess it's really only twenty five percent. If it's twenty five percent of this, we're looking at about three hundred bucks. Um, so three hundred plus twenty five hundred. That's twenty eight hundred bucks. Um, divided by I guess if we got uh, so twenty eight, uh, who's got so their calculator? Do, do quickly, do like twenty yeah, twenty eight twenty eight hundred divided by six hundred and seventeen. Whatever eight hundred divided by six hundred six hundred seventeen. Yeah, is four dollars and fifty three cents. Dollars and fifty three cents, which is, which is really quite good, uh, because now the, the the always the thing in marketing is like the number one thing. The number one thing in marketing is. To, is to develop the list. You get yeah. the list, and then you can do what you want with it. Like, so the next time you do it, right, the next time, like, you would send those people a different ad, right? You upload that list to TikTok. You upload that list to the Facebook ads manager, and you're sending that team a different one. You'd say, like, you may have even seen videos like this. It's like, hey, I saw that you signed up for a drink, but you didn't get that free drink. This is so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one more chance to come back in, right? And now you're just like real, like all you're not sending that like because that original ad was going out to a bunch of people that shouldn't have seen it in the first place. So for the ads that you have now, you go in and you target specifically those people, and then you can get really laser focused, juicy, and and uh, and actually, uh, you get more value for the dollar you spend as opposed to the other stuff. You're just trying to accumulate people on the list. Yeah, and now like now like the next step for all of this is like trying to get to a point where 
you know, we can use this. Like I was talking to Sean about, Sean's done a lot of these lists before, and one of the things we're trying to accomplish is using the birthdays and the, you know, their emails to like try to get them to sign up for an open bar uh, at, at one of our locations for their birthday, which is a good thing for us to have because the way open bars work, although, you know, definitely you get, say, $50, $60 a person to come in, sign up for the open bar, which is also great, great income. But one, another benefit, and one of the benefits I had, um, another benefit that we had as far as like doing this event is the thought of once you get a certain amount of people into the bar, People are constantly walking by looking for bars to go to. If you have a certain amount of people in there, no one wants to be just like I talked about this live. You know, I, I wanted it, people to join the live. So, you know, when you're when there's nobody watching the live, it makes things. You know, people are like, oh, I don't want to be the first person in there. <laughs> just like the bar, people walk into my bars all the time and turn around and walk out immediately because of the first ones in there. They don't want to be the first ones. They want some type of atmosphere. They yeah, don't want to be the only yeah, ones yeah. there. Like so. <laughs> one of the benefits to open bars, one of the benefits to this thing was that we're going to drive some people in and then other people won't turn out, turn around and walk away because there are already people in the bar. Sure. Um, so that's another benefit to open bars and why they do so well often for the bar is because, you know, let's say you have a 50 person open bar let's say there's, you know, maybe it might bring in 20 other people that are now going to, you're allowed to be able to make more money off of. Because there's already 50 people in there. So it's, it, it feels better. It feels like you're not like the only ones just sitting there. And you're the only, only people. Like it's an awkward interaction with you and the bartender. Because bartenders are sitting there just kind of waiting. So. And, yeah. You know drink? It's chilly outside, huh? Yeah, it's just weird for people. So like doing the, those types of things. There's like a ton of added benefits to doing all of these types of events. And like trying to drive sales in a way. Now it's. It's hard to understand just like the actual benefit. So four, you said Sean, four dollars and sixty cents, whatever the hell it was, is a is a decent price point for to, for customer acquisition. Yeah, I mean your your lifetime value is you're looking for roughly twenty percent of customer lifetime value for the acquisition costs. So you know so roughly you're looking for bucks. like twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks they spend. Uh, you know, that's good. So you're going to have these, you're going to have, you're going to get, nobody's walking into your bar without $20. Uh, no. Without $20, even, you know? Uh, so you're in a, you're in pretty good company there, but I think that it, it really, it really is like, I think that the challenge is like, what are we measuring here? Like one of the things that I thought about uh, as you were, we were running this promotion was we're not really getting a true read here because it was like, it was put up on all the socials and all, you, all like the bartender socials, your socials. So the like who was signing up for that from the ad versus from your socials? Because now now we don't really know what it costs to acquire a customer because if like I spent $100, I got 10 customers, it should be ten, $10, per, cust $10 per lead. Mm -hmm. But if they were people who were already following you from your TikTok, who who know you or who are already current customers, it's a it's a completely skewed number that mm -hmm. we're not actually uh, getting that information from. So, and again, like you expect all of this like muddiness to be part of the first the first go around, but now it's like dialing it in, uh, trying to be really really smart with the data that you're collecting and like the numbers that you're collecting, so that and and again like the all the all the really good tactical marketers are going to tell you to focus on one funnel that you can create 
uh, and just just spend all of your time trying to build that thing. Uh, and so it's like, okay, what's going to be the lead magnet? What's going to pull them in? What's going to be the upsell when they come to the bar? Instead of trying to like revamp the creativity every single every single time, yeah, uh, you're going to run a new promotion. It's just like, okay, I'm going to run this back. We're going to do this upsell. We're going to have this funnel. We're going to have this confirmation email. We're going to uh, have the bartender say this when they walk in, and then we're going to measure the the numbers over the long term. And the good thing about Hoboken is that we're recycling people every year, right? Like yeah, a group moves out, a new group moves in. It's a new batch, oh, as yeah. we used to call them oh, yeah. uh, back in the day. Uh, and so it's you can you'll be able to keep recycling uh, these promotions over and over and over again before they really get you know get tired the only yeah, issue absolutely. with being a brick like a brick and mortar like come to my establishment is kind of like what sean was saying with the funnel is the traditional digital marketing funnel is you get your ad spend up front but then you have a tracker on that customer and that customer might be a repeat customer just like sean was saying in at the bars but you can't really track that in a dollar sense so like when you do yeah, these but large you could do you could do something where you could uh, you could easily upsell them something. It's creative, right? You're upselling them something. Like imagine you said, imagine you said uh, we, we we opted into this thing, and then you said they're like, okay, here's your free drink, nailed it. On the next page, it says it's like, hey, before you go, uh, do you want to do you want to buy like a do you want to get a a cut the line pass, right? Ten bucks, right? And people are like, ten bucks, I can cut the line. Boom, ten dollars. Uh, X number of people, you know, go in that way, and then you're getting ad spend up front. You know, they get they're on the list, or they can like print out a little freaking business card or something uh, that you know that allows them to you know cut the line or something like that when they come in. They come to the waiting room, they realize it wasn't a line <laughs> line to begin with, uh, but whatever. Like, you be creative on that stuff. But you, there's definitely a problem you can solve at a low cost that would would be liquidating the cost of the ad spend up front. And that's the entirety of the funnel. So if you build like the full complete funnel in a perfect world, you are making more money digitally before they ever sit foot in the bar on the entirety of the ad spend. We just gotta, you just gotta get dialed in on one thing to eventually get there. Because once you have that, Petty, you could take your credit card and you could spend $100,000 every single day on advertising because you are making money before they ever set foot in the bar to acquire their free drink. Mm -hmm. And then whatever they spend in the bar is, is even better. And then you have a customer, hopefully, for life as long as you're doing good things inside the bar, which you are. Of course. And that was the other thing that, like, so from a, a marketing mm -hmm. novice, right, and just trying to kind of to trying to figure out stuff, I, what I was attempting to do was a couple, it was like a couple, couple things, right? I was trying to get people to get out of their house on a day that people don't like to come out of their house. I was attempting to try to draw people who were already coming out of their house to choose my locations. Mm. Um, and then the finale of it was, hey, this was pretty cool. No one else is doing this in town. If I was originally you know, a person that likes to go to a different bar in town... Maybe I'm going to go to this guy's places yeah. more often because the experience. I'm sure that good. happened. Yeah, because the experience was good, right? Like, like, oh, no one's doing this. The other thing is, on top of all this, the waiting room, I think, is a, a good enough concept. Great cocktails. Uh, like, it, it's a it's a good place. We're getting better, but it's a good place. And with that being said, like, you have, you know, kind of exactly what we're we're kind of looking for. Um, as far as like trying to just get people to join and just get into the bar 
and like be like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. You know, this is, I didn't know. Like a lot of people are like, oh, they Pat started, you know, a bar called The Waiting Room. That's fine. And like, if they go, they go. If they don't, they don't. But like, in order, we've made, I think, a good enough place where it will be profitable. It's a good endeavor. Now it's a matter of just getting as many people to give it a shot. So people start being like, oh, I want to go out for a cocktail tonight. Let's go to the waiting room. Mm. You know, right now we have two places in town that are, are, are solid places called uh, Deer Mod and Bellow Bar. And it's a, theoretically our competition to a degree. But like, like that's, the, you know, right now they, they have people that go in there and they're like, yeah, this is, you know, this is the vibe I'm looking for. This is what I'm looking for. You know, so now it's like, okay, we're offering a unique vibe at the waiting room, but similar to like a cocktail type mm. lounge is we were trying to get people to just get more people through that door to know, oh, you know, I'd rather go over there. I'd rather hang out there. I'd rather go have a drink there. Like, instead of them always thinking, oh, this is what I do, this is what I do, this is what I do, trying to break that pattern to give people another option in regard to, you know, when they're going out and drinking. So yeah. it was a whole, it was, it was a whole thing. It, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was, honestly, it was great. Uh, we had a lot of people come in. We had a lot of people attempt to, to join this and try to and try to you know kind of go through the process of of giving the email. We had some fun ones in there. We had like uh, one guy put his first name as fuck and the last name the Red Sox. D's nuts at gmail.com. Yeah, like we had we had some some people in there that had a little fun with their email address. Funny as thing you, is, as is normal. Yeah, of course. And the other part of it is, I think some people thought they didn't have to give their email. Like a real email, and then they never got the email confirmation to get the free drink. Well, which, yeah, that's. Been... I think I wrote it. You did. That doesn't mean like people you... read it. <laughs> that's true, but it's so nice. Uh, it is. It's. It's just kind of. It's kind of the nature of the beast when you're running these types of events. But, um, you know, when you're talking about going to bars and trying to make money off people going to bars, uh, it's just it's doing things that nobody else has done. Like knowing that people in town that nobody, none of my the, my my counterparts in town are doing things similar to this. And when you're trying to draw more attention to your places, trying to make more money, like all that stuff, it is, a lot of it is trying to grab people from you know, other bars, but also like trying to grab people and be like, oh, I'm gonna go out a little bit earlier mm. and, and try to make it a little bit better. Like one of the things at Green Rock, you do that extended happy hour, like the dollar beers, in hopes that from nine to 10, usually a slow time, yeah. turns a little better. Yeah. And then because it's a little better, although we're losing on the dollar beer, one, people might take shots, which are profitable. Or hmm. you have, like I said earlier, where people are trying to find a bar that's good between nine. There's, there is, just like TikTok, this is, this, I always find this funny. You know, you sit there and you're like, all right, you know, according to TikTok analytics, all my, all my, most of my followers are, are active at 7 p.m. <laughs> so I'm going to post at 7 p.m. But then you realize when you look at the actual, it, at 7 p.m., 10,000 people are active. At 6 p.m., 9,995 are active. But it looks like you're like, I can't post it this time. No one's going to look. Well, yeah. So, like, that. but that's a similar thought process. Like, in the bar industry in Hoboken, you have, you have how many people? Let's say there's, there's 1,000 people out at, at 7 o'clock. Or, or let's, say there's, let's say there's 3,000 people out at midnight on Saturday. There might be 2,000 people out at 10 p.m. Yeah. And can you capture those people at your locations? Can you say, hey, listen, we're going to get the best vibe here. Yeah. Come to these spots. But the way I, the way I post on TikTok, if I did that same thing on the bars, I just wouldn't be open those days. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not. 
No one's acting. We're not going to be. We're not going to be open. Act, active party. No, nine town. to ten. Green Rock, Texas, and the garage all closed. You're, you're like an <laughs> analytics guy who's like you're. You're it's like the shift in baseball, right? We're not going to have a left fielder no, here. Yes. So it is. It, it is interesting to kind of when you start correlating these things and trying to do like that next st- thing in in business. Like you know, forever I bought these bars and they were just successful bars. Yeah. And now you see like a little bit of a downturn in the bar industry, and you're kind of forced into like you know you have my partners who want to you know see certain products and see that we're doing well and see that we're going through this process, and they're like, well, listen, we 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 made an investment. We want to make money. Yeah. And so you're like, all right, yeah. So I got I got a better way to drum up some more business so we can distribute more money to the partners, and the way to do that is taking that next step into business and be like, all right, Sean, I want to run this freaking event. <laughs> I'm gonna give away a free drink, and then then after 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 the weekend, I find out from this ABC attorney that's giving away free drink. You gotta be careful with the free drink. <laughs> you can't just be arbitrarily giving away free drinks. You nah, gotta, I can do it. Nah, <laughs> you know, you gotta do it. Yeah, there's certain things you gotta do when you're giving away free drinks. All right, all right, well, we'll try to figure that out. So then the next thing is like, all right, all right, Sean, listen, I'm so pumped about this event. 617 people signed up. We got 617 freaking birthdays that we can go after and target and say, hey, listen, hey there, hey, Susie, you know, Susie Jonesy, Buttersticks. <laughs> Susie Buttersticks, I'm going to give you, you can kind of like, I'm going to give you 10% off your open bar, 25% off your open bar if you book it with McSwiggins today for your birthday. Mm. Great. It's exciting. We're going to be profitable. You get to save all great things. Yeah. But Sean, we got we to get this going. Yeah, I just want you to know, Pat, that's great. You have 617 emails. I just want you to know that you have no capability of doing anything with them at this current moment. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So what's the next step? Like, how do you start being able to do something with these emails? And it's like, but learning that. Like, I just am, all right, you know, Sean, make me a Google thing. Yeah, like right, like right, now, right now, right now what you can do, this is the extent of your technological that I'm aware of. Okay is you have to somehow sort that list. I don't know how to do this. I think you seem to have some skills here. Uh, Sort that list by birthday. Mm -hmm. And then you have to routinely look at that list to find out whose birthday it is and then send them a manual email. Or you could, you could like tag them in the already in the customer database and then have an automated email sent out to them. Now, if you take the step up, that's just because we have a super simple CRM right now. If we stepped up to a Salesforce or a HubSpot, HubSpot I like better, uh, then you would be able to, you could, we would never even have to do that crap in the first place. We could have just instant, like when they filled it out the first time, it just auto populated into their customer profile. And then based on whatever, however we set it up, it could just immediately implement them into a birthday thing where like, I don't even, I can just, I can play Fortnite and whenever they're, I can play Fortnite until their birthday comes around and I still don't have to do anything. And then the email automatically gets sent out to them. Uh, and then a follow-up email, a text message, an automated call, uh, you know, you know, calls their cell phone and, or whatever, however you want to set it up. You could, you could have them send a message on Facebook Messenger or something like that. Uh, like you decide how that goes, goes down. But with those, what I'm learning with those businesses or those, those like platforms, uh, HubSpot, Salesforce. So basically, you run your business for you. <laughs> uh, and you just got to set it up one time and it's you know, monitor it and take it from there. Interesting. Well, I, I think, I mean, obviously, it's coming. 
you know, that type of stuff. I'm learning, you're just learning. This is like business and running businesses is so interesting because you're just kind of, hey, hey, Ron. <laughs> oh, first off, that's a good thing. You guys, uh, if you're on TikTok, share this with people. Uh, let people know that <laughs> that we're doing these things. The first ever TikTok live as far as... Uh, let people know we're doing these things. <laughs> what was it that you said last week? I don't, it's going to be exciting. Something oh, yes. like that, right? Everything's exciting. <laughs> no one told me this is exciting. Everyone... Hey, did you guys hear that Pat Light's doing these things? <laughs> hey, 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 they're talking business over there. Hey, there's our guy. Signs, Signs are, are exciting. exciting. Signs, Signs are, are exciting. exciting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, anyway, so, yeah, the sign is going to be exciting. It's going to be... Well, it gets the hell out of Dallas. <laughs> so this sign, so for you folks at home that didn't listen... Yeah, to talk, get ready for this one, boys. You, whoa, this is going to start the to, ages. No, listen to this shit. I, I asked for this damn sign... And it said five to seven business days after production. Production's been over since January 24th. It has moved. <laughs> they didn't tell you when the five to seven business days would start. But USPS, USPS has it. Yeah. Once you have it, five to seven business days for shipping. Those government work. Yeah. Five to seven days, five to seven business days for shipping. It's been in Dallas since the 24th of January. And recently, its big move on the 7th of February, two weeks later, <laughs> was the Fort Worth. Maybe they're, it's maybe like 30 they're following minutes away. the Wayfair protocol, and you, when you message them, you'll be like, oh, yeah, we haven't even started with that. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> we wouldn't dream of giving that to you. Once, once we decide <laughs> it start, the five days start, that's when we decide. Sorry, let's get there one business day. Five to seven business months, you, <laughs> yeah. should, you, yeah. you should have it. So, uh, yeah, so make sure you tell everybody on TikTok this is happening and exciting things are happening over Boy, here. Boy, you want to have some electric dinner table conversations? <laughs> tell them that we're doing these things. I think the groundhog. going to be excited. It's because yeah. the groundhog, like, didn't see a shadow, so I guess Puck's the a tawny sign, fill. Yeah, the sign's going to take an extra month. I used to care about that. Look, like, what? He didn't see a shadow? Oh, no. <laughs> well, here's another thing, and this, I listen... Is back to topic though the the because a lot of people that are listening to this on I imagine most of the people that are listening to this most um, of the people are coming in for four seconds. <laughs> nice <laughs> shot. Um, well, you see them. <laughs> no one else does. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, when you when you're most people are listening to this in the podcast. Okay, form, that's true. That's true. So looking, they're not I have any clue what we're talking about when it comes to TikTok. Uh, and I also apologize uh, profusely to my mother because she told me all week to make sure she uh, to let it let her know uh, how to watch this, and I completely forgot to let her know how to watch this. So next, she's week, over there watching Jason Derulo. <laughs> well, yeah, she had, <laughs> she had to re download TikTok. Uh, but anyway, we'll figure out how to use these freaking lists. I'm sure eventually. Uh, but it was a good event, good event to start us off uh, at the Light Group and trying to figure out how to actually market this. And try to get to people where people are choosing our places more. I will say, who knows if it's uh, who knows if it's actually what had, has happened um, as far as seeing the numbers where we saw the ten percent, the twenty seven percent, thirty six, and forty eight percent. A great way to start February, no mm -hmm. doubt about that. We're trying to get be up ten percent, and we had a really slow start to January at the bar industry because we had so many people. Um, we had so many people in the bar industry like. Just really, I mean, apparently dry January was up 259% in popularity. Like we had so much that go on those first couple of weeks in, in dry jam where, like, it was a really were tough people January. dry January. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you were 70s. leading the charge as a bar owner. You're like, come on, everybody, let's not drink. <laughs> first off, I barely posted about me not me doing dry jam. I made, I did not tell people not to do it. And also, I offered options for people doing dry January 
to go to the bar and use the matcha. The mocktails are here to stay at the waiting room, folks. Uh, and Heineken Zeros are in all of my bars because it's the best tasting Zero. Don't have, don't have too I many tried. of those. You might. I like the hammered. Athletic, but that was the only one I tried, and it did taste like seltzer. But I like seltzer, so it was fine. Yeah, you're the seltzer. I'd, <laughs> I'd have no interest in having a seltzer. I need something that's like tastes like I'm drinking. Yeah, like that's why I'm here. So like, I need something that like, kind of gives me that same vibe uh, before you know. Just you know, it's, I'm just having the seltzer water. It just doesn't do it for me. And be, me being at a bar, it's, God forbid, it's crowded. And having like uh, a seltzer water is just not my vibe. That's just not my vibe. So uh, I oh, I need something that tastes in Heineken Zero. So far, I tried Guinness too. Heineken Zero so far is by far the best tasting. Like it tastes like an actual beer, which is what I'm looking for. Uh, but again, successful event nonetheless. We were looking to get up 10% each month. We're currently trending to go over 30% some of our spots, which is <clears throat> terrific. I mean, again, I had no idea. How much is from the event? How much is not from the event? Mm. But at the very least, we're giving it the old college try, and numbers are trending in the right direction. So yeah, I think the uh, I think the 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 old saying in uh, in marketing is that it's like it's something like money follows movement, yeah. right? Like if you're just making moves, doing stuff, the bigger the better. Yeah, I, listen, I like you said, I think you know last summer for those folks. Uh, that are new. Last summer, I did um, I refinanced one of our one of our our, our loans, and we kind of saw that internally as like the next step in progression as far as like running a business. It's like all right, this is the first time we we didn't we didn't necessarily need to refinance, but it was it was a good move. It was a good move to refinance, and so we did. We went through that process, and it was it wasn't it was a difficult process, and I had to concede on some things, but it, it was definitely beneficial to the business to do that. So we did it. And now, uh, I think that that next step and that progression, and it was, was funny, and I, I talked to TiVo about this, you know, either, I think two nights ago, where one of my managers kind of misses how much, like on the weekends where I would drink, and then maybe I'd not get around to things until Wednesday, and things like that. And now I've had seven meetings with them in a month, because I don't miss anything anymore. Like, yeah. you know, when we're, when, when our, let's say, for example, when we are giving away too much at a particular spot, when it... It passes that five percent threshold in a in a night or a week, uh, you know. I'm I'm sending out an email. I'm shooting text. I'm like, what the fuck's going on over here? Why are we giving away so much? And like, if you can't fix that problem, no problem. I'll fix it. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll make sure we don't give it away. Um, but it's like similar stuff like that. Like you know, a good example of, of stuff that you, you didn't think about, and is like, all right. We don't. We want. We want high high sales. We can watch. We can watch how, like what your number is. If you're a bartender, we have four bartenders in the bar. We can watch each person's ring, how much how much sales they went through, and how much sales they did in the night. We can also watch what your comp was, how much you gave away. And now, I want. And I told all do my they ma- record their comps. They have to. What do they have to have to? Well, the way our inventory system. Though, I can. I can't <clears throat> find out unless I'm watching you that if you gave away something and didn't record it. Yeah. Uh, but I can find out if things were given away right. and, we, and nothing was recorded. Were people recording their comp? Their their insane amounts of comps? Yeah, because we didn't necessarily. We don't really put a comp. We don't put a. We don't put a, a lot of people yeah. put caps on it. Like you can give away a hundred dollars a night. Yeah. We don't put a cap on it. We want you to be able to treat customers. We don't want like a like a, a regular to come in at at midnight. You've already used your cap. Yeah. And now you're you're upsetting the regular. It usually gets a free drink or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we want you to be able to give it away within okay. reason. Our inventory system also allows us to track how much was given away and what's unaccounted for. Got so, it. like when we go through our system the, at the end of the day, 
or end of the week, we track all the entire inventory. So let's say, for example, high noons. We had 100 high noon cases. We're now at 80, so we have to replace 20. But according to our comps plus sales, there's only 15 accounted for. So where's the other five cases? Those things that measure like the weight of the bottles. No, I don't like doing that. It's, it, it, like you get to a certain point where you're just like bogged down with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to do that. So what we we just do the other stuff, and it's trying to figure out the best way to do it. But like I want my managers now looking. All right, who's got the highest ring, and who's giving away the least? Those two are the people we want working Saturday night. Yeah, like that's we should be looking at that. And you shouldn't be just arbitrarily making schedules based off of their availability. That's not how to drive sales. So now you have your all-stars. And if, all right, listen, we went through a month of this. And these people are clearly at the bottom. They're giving away a ton and their sales are low. Yeah. Replace them. Move on. That's, <laughs> that, that's how you have to operate these businesses because you always have your all-stars. You know, uh, Ray Dalio? I know you know him, but I'm saying <laughs> very he, familiar. Uh, he uh, he made baseball cards for all of his employees with statistics on it, so they know exactly what's go- what's going on. So as so you can make, you should make baseball cards for for your uh, for your bartenders. You're like this guy. This guy is uh, batting batting a 34 percent give giveaway rate uh, percentage. Uh, so he's probably not going to make the All Star team this year. No, yeah, no. It's, it's just stuff you need when you when you when you when it comes to like doing these type of stuff like you just don't you know if you're not like super focused you don't think of it you just don't think of it you don't think about the stuff that you, you're thinking i never thought about trying to find out i always thought about you know let's make sure we're putting on people with the highest rings on the big nights but like, i never thought about you know bringing that together with comp percentages and being like oh listen we need a like we gotta make sure that the person who's giving away the least and ringing the most is working every Saturday night. Give yeah. them the job. Like, what are we doing? Like you don't think about that now. Like you're, you know, you always think about seniority. You think about oh, you know, you know this person you know has been working here. Like it, screw that. Yeah. Like if you're giving work. away a ton, I don't want you working Saturday night. That's because like we we're talking about like in January, one of the comp percentages at one of the locations was ten percent, entirely too high. We want to be three or four percent. So, and you talk about percentages. If you're talking about a high volume lo- location, the percentage, like one percent, is like a thousand dollars. You're talking about a lot, every percent up is a lot of money we're giving away. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> what we're trying to accomplish is trying, obviously, trying to bring that down. Um, but when you're seeing, like, you know, you're seeing like someone's giving this away, someone's giving that away, you know, someone's ringing this much. Now you're talking about okay, on Saturday night, like we're saying ten percent in January, in October, our best month of the year. Ten percent in October just jumped from twenty grand to to sixty grand. Yeah, and like we can't give that away. That's too much yeah, freaking well, money. Well, that's a huge number. So yeah, so now you're talking about you know on a smaller scale, you know Thursday night to Saturday night. If you're giving away the same percentage, you know on Thursday night that might be two hundred bucks. On Saturday night that might be a thousand bucks. And it's like okay, why is that person working? And it's like. It's the same thing, and again, I'm, I'm I'm ranting a little bit here, but it's the same thing when it comes to when it comes to like uh, you know just arbitrarily making happy hours. Okay, dollar beers at Green Rock is something that I'm not pushing yet. I have we have the the marketing dollars to get behind it once we have a better game plan. But it's like like one of my one of my people was like, Pat, Pat, I'm happy you came around to like the 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 discounting drinks and stuff like that and all that stuff. I was like, no, 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 no. I was never. I'm not coming around. Just so you know, our current model 
of just discounting and hoping people come in is not a real business plan. It's super lazy. It's not how you make money. And it's, it, you're just, you're, it's a rat race to zero. Yeah. What are we doing here? If you came to me and said, hey, listen, dollar beers, we're losing $2 on every pour. Okay. How are we making that money? You know, and what is your game plan? So it's almost similar, similar, similar thought process is the, the, the way to get the customer through the door, the customer acquisition, so to speak, mm. is the dollar beer. Okay, how are you going to make money on them now? Because if your plan is just to sell them more dollar beers, all you're doing is taking a wheelbarrow and sh- shoveling, dirt, yeah. sh- shoveling me a bigger hole it's the every, sale, every sale you make. It's the, it's the race to zero, right? So they always talk about like, you, you, can't play, you can't play the race to the bottom, right? Yeah. Like there's, there will always be somebody that will come around and, and charge less than you. Uh, and it's a surefire way for you to go out of business. So you have to find a way. You have to find a way to be more expensive than yeah. anybody else. Discount, yeah, discounting is not the way to make a ton of money. No. It's just not the way to do it. And again, it's it's super lazy. You see those guys down at Walmart. They can't, you know, they can't even with their discounts well, over there. They can barely afford anything. Yeah, well, the, the, difference, <laughs> the difference in Walmart is they're forcing the the distributors to sell it at a different yeah, price. Yeah, yeah, no, they, there's there there is an exception to the rule. Yeah, I don't have that capability. No, no, I can't no. call up Tito's and be like, hey, listen, I know it's forty dollars a bottle. It's, it's now 20. It's 20. It's yeah. 20. What's that? Are you getting a little snippy with me? Yeah. That's 17. Exactly. They don't, they don't operate that way. <laughs> and then they, 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 then they bring in a, uh, whatever, absolute in right afterwards. They're like, hey, can you believe it? They, uh, they went for 12. So I guess you're 11 now. <laughs> guess what? Sorry. Wow, Tito's, how about that? We got, uh, we got absolute down to 11. They're like, 11? <laughs> That's $56 to make a bottle. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You know, they're just uh, they're for the people. So, uh, you know, they're nice. They want to give back to the community. You, you want to give back to the community, right? Yeah. $9. So, it is. It, it, this, is it, this is what's good about, you know, I, I dry January was, was very, I've said this a, a few times in the last few podcasts, it's been very helpful to me in finding out things that I was missing. I never thought about this stuff beforehand. And now it's like you're sitting there Saturday morning with a cup of coffee. And you're like, well, how do we what do this? What do we do with those birthdays? <laughs> do, am I gonna? Do I go on my spreadsheet? Do I gotta do this? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? So it is. It's, it, but it's good to good to have. It's 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 a good learning experience. And even if we do nothing with this whole list, which we won't, uh, but even if we do nothing, you know, at least at the very least, we're we're attempting to to move the needle for the bars. <laughs> we're attempting to make make it make sense for people. Um, and trying just to, to kind of go about exactly how this whole thing works um, and trying to figure out, you know, just a way to draw. Instead of just opening the doors, turning on the lights, putting on music and putting a DJ back there and be like, all right, guys, people are going to come. Like, that was another thing. Again, let's keep the rant going. Another thing, I can't stand when, like, bartenders just expect us to bring all the people. Like, yes, to a degree... We, we, are, we are on the hook for making a great vibe, for putting a good product together, for filling the fridges, like all of that stuff. That's what we're on the hook for. But like, I don't want bartenders to just come in and be like, oh, I work at Green Rock. People are coming. Okay. <laughs> into like posting and stuff? Yeah, well, not yeah, yeah, like all right, I can't stand. And I know this is part of in our industry, in our, in our group especially, it happens. I pay no attention to it. And I don't sit on meetings for it, in my opinion, because I think it's useless, which I guess I should change. Um, but it's, it's, you, know, you, know, you know, again, this is, I don't want to be too negative, but you know people that just do But I'm going to be. Yeah. <laughs> people just do things to make themselves feel better than they're doing something. Yeah. It's, it happens a lot. 
And like uh, a lot, a lot. Like, like, and and I will say the top the top people in my company know I, how I feel about this. So I don't feel bad saying it. Like uh, posting the Instagram stories. Mm. No, no, no one's even sticking around to see what you posted. Yo, I was on was it the subway yesterday, and I saw this gal six four. I can see right over your shoulder, and uh, she was. Uh, <laughs> For, she, to, be clear, to be clear, Sean's six four, not the gal. Yeah, the gal was six four. <laughs> Lisa Leslie. <laughs> I was on the subway yesterday with Lisa Leslie. Uh, uh, but like, so she was on Instagram stories. Her 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 velocity was was astounding. Uh, going through it, she was spending zero time whatsoever. I was like, why are you even? Why are you even doing this yeah. right now? Uh, it, so on that note, yeah, you're probably right. No, it's just here's the thing. It. No one cares. Like, I don't, can't tell you how many times, like, it, it, it was an old thing, and I, it just kept going. It's like, oh, no, we, you know, all the bartenders got to post the Instagram story. All right, once, you, once you're no longer new, and you've done this now four or five weekends in a row, yeah. people stop giving a fuck what you're posting. And like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, she's working again this, this Saturday. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, the olive oil is playing. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Like no one gives a shit. Well, when olive oil's playing, I, I can't. Well, no, 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 yeah, no, that's no, right. Like, yeah, but I will say, like, I think we all have some people that are in our uh, social media feeds that were like, you just see they posted a story and you're just kind of like, well, I know what that is. And you just, yeah. like, you, you it's literally not, know. It's not, a, it's not a meaningful mo- you know, movement. Not to mention the bartenders don't want to do it because they feel that same way. They feel like they're annoying their, their followers, which, guess what? You are. Either you're annoying them or they've muted you. And like they just, just fall in the stories, you just if you fall to the bat, you're not on the top the top line anymore. Exactly, and now they never get yeah, seen yeah, ever again. Yeah, yeah. You've been, been it's there. It's a great graveyard. <laughs> Got ten thousand people following you. Don't we're gonna show say, the three do people. Do not say <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln bio. bio. <laughs> For the love of God, don't say Lincoln bio. It's so you will fascinating. Be by everybody. It's so fascinating to try and crack the code of what plays on each brand. Like a bar is different than. You know what Sean does. It's different than what I might try and market. It's different than a band. You know, it's different than a podcast, and it's it's hard to do with these different algorithms on each uh, you know site, and you know it's it's hard to accomplish it. But when you can crack it, even just on one, it's so satisfying. Like uh, I did this summer <laughs> yeah, with when the you band. get one that breaks free. Yeah, like I cracked the code with the band this summer and like 10x their views. Pat's cracked the code on TikTok recently and yeah. has. I don't even know if it's 10x, 20x, 30x, some, you know, 100x, oh, some of his views. X. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and, and it's like, it is like a drug. Like, I know Pat, gets, when he oh, gets yeah. excited, he's just fucking, we're all in, baby. Oh, we're all in. I, listen, it is. Because especially how many years we've all put in. The collective group here, the amount of years we've all put in on social and trying to figure out the code and trying to, you sit there and try to figure out the algorithm. What the fuck does the algorithm, who cares? Like you just try to figure out these types of things. And something I've learned, honestly, since I've cracked the code, so to speak, is that again timing of post? Okay, maybe it slightly can help you, but like there's that old thought process from Gary V. It says there's no shortage of good content. If you're putting out something good, people are gonna watch it. Yeah. And like, anytime I post something that's like like quality stuff, it gets distributed like crazy. Yeah. Like I'll tell you right now, if and again maybe this should start with me. Now that I'm talking about this, I am talking about pretty negatively about my own places and somehow some some of the operations, but like. You know, I'm not really doing anything about it, so I pretty much just have only myself to blame. But like, in, like let's say for example, I'll I'll, I'll do I'll talk with uh, Fody. Fody, for example, he's one of my bartenders at Green Rock. He's also uh, works for the Light Group with some of the as an in-house accountant. Great guy. 
instead of posting the flyer that we that we made, instead of posting the flyer that not even the owner of the bar is looking at, instead of doing that, if he just once a week put his face in front of the camera and said, guys, I'm starting at 11. I go on at 11. Do something funny. Like just say, just be, you don't even say anything funny. You just got to put your face in front of the camera. The amount of views you're going to get immediately just because people are like, oh, what's he talking about? That's so hard for people to do. It is hard. It's not as hard for me anymore. I can tell you that. Because oh, I have yeah. embarrassed myself so many times on social media. I remember the first time I posted on Instagram stories, it was a picture of flowers in L.A., and, I remember this. Yeah, and I, I remember just being like, people are gonna think I'm oh crazy man. They're gonna think they're gonna think they're gonna think that here go Sean Chubby Instagram famous now. Uh, and I was like, I just gotta do this. And so I posted it. Nobody cared at all. Um, and they were like, post pictures of the Lakers. So yeah, I was like, I okay, know. I'm definitely not doing that. But it is. It, it's interesting. Like it, there's that old saying too. Like it's it's stupid until it's not. And it's just like. And how many times throughout the years, uh, you know, are people like? I bet you when I first started on TikTok, people are like, "Oh, okay, Pat, for sure, he's dancing, sure. he's doing a dance." Which I did, I did one dance, but it was like a a one was, second, and then it cut to something else. Yeah, that was just like it's a hook. Oh yeah, but uh, which didn't hook anybody. Yeah, no, nobody. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you do these things that people probably make fun of you, and then you, then like you said, like right now, I can't see the thing on with seventy eight thousand three hundred eleven followers. Got another twenty five or so since being on the on this on this show. Um, the you know you see that and people are like oh now it goes from hey like it was Pat trying to get famous to hey Pat tag me yeah and it's like oh so you want so you want me to have gone through all the work go through everybody who like, you people make fun of you like all this stuff and now it's oh tag me you know, tag me you know Dude, I'm, I'm in here tag 100%. me and when they put me on your Instagram story oh or tagging the Pat's here. You know, like all this stuff. It's like, okay, but weren't you also the one? And I probably, I actually probably don't know because you're not talking shit to me. But I, weren't you also the one probably last month being like, oh, look at this post, look at this idiot. I mean, it just, it's just human freaking nature. It's just, and it's never going. I, you know, there's this guy who, who's every morning when I get into Port Authority and then I go under the ground, underground to the, my subway. There's this dude in a suit every morning. And he's preaching the preaching about Jesus and the end of the world. He's just one of those like like doomsday guys, yeah. like the you know the end is near kind of, of stuff. And there's a he's got like a couple like people that hang around with him and hold up signs and stuff like that. And I every time every morning I walk by, I just go, this shit, this shit has been around forever. Yeah, since the the beginning of time, they have thought that the end was near, and there were like people screaming in the streets. About uh, you know Jesus is coming. The end of the world is near. Here come the the locusts, yep. and it's just the way it is, and it's not changing. It's just gonna keep recycling, uh, and you just gotta find you gotta find your way into the part of human nature, the pr- repeatable part of human nature that is what you want. Oh, certainly, uh, it is it, the this whole process has always been interesting to me, and like I said, like. Uh, some of it's so tired to me, and like trying to get across to people. Like I remember, I had a bartender um, a, maybe maybe a year ago say, you know, give their like I'm a pretty open guy. I'm pretty good with people. Like I let people like speak their mind sometimes. And like one of them was like, "Can I be honest with you?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "Do you think it's like a good look that you own all these bars and you're posting on TikTok?" Huh. And I was just like, "What?" 
I was like, listen, maybe at the time, some of the stuff I was posting maybe was like embarrassing or trying to, but I was trying to figure it out, trying to figure out how to, how to accomplish this, how to get to that next level and figure this out. And I, I truly, truly believe that I, like right now, as Tivo said, you cracked the code and, you know, over the last seven days, I've had like 5.1 million you know, views on my, on my videos and how many people are now even just aware, screw, screw coming in yet. Or just aware that these bars exist. And oh, what bars do you own? How many bars are you operating? I've been asked to consult on opening bars. Actually, funny enough, um, I just got asked to consult on a, a lesbian bar out in California. Lebose? Interesting, right? <laughs> we should uh, call it we should call it Lebose. Lebose. I'll give you that one for free. I appreciate that, Tivo. <laughs> um, but add add me into the package, please. I'd love to get on the consultation. Yeah, I, maybe I'll just send you out. Here's to my Calvary. creative guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like, like none of this stuff exists without, you know, having done all the other shit first and trying to figure out everything on how to get this stuff accomplished and how to try to, you know, push through all these other things. You just don't get there without doing, you know, starting, you just got to start and start. I was actually things. thinking that this week. So it, we're approaching a year. It was like March. So we're 11 yeah. months almost to the day when you called me. I was down here actually in Tampa and you called me You're like, I don't care. This is after the helicopter trip and you know, hanging yeah. out. You're just like, Hey, I don't care what it is, but like, I want you on board. Like what, what, what's the number? What do you think? Like, let's just do it. And I was yeah. like, okay, like I'll come up with some ideas. And I remember pitching you at the time I made like a little, uh, slideshow. Yep. I was like, all right, yep. here's my vision. Like Pat, the bar business guy, John Taffer, this stuff. Like we got to make content yeah. around your bars and at the time, correct me if I'm wrong, but how I remember it was like, hey, like I don't really want to do that. I want to do something different. You know, this is yeah, the lane yeah. I want to do. And I was like, okay, let's do that then. And we just jumped right in. And then we iterated from how we started to sports to current events to sports yeah. business. And then we circled back. And we're not, it's not exactly yeah. how I drew it up. But all of a sudden, almost a year later, we're kind of at the initial concepts that I was trying to string yeah. up for you. Which it's I great. Was funny. It is. Sometimes you just you know, sometimes you just need some people to find it out for themselves. You uh, know, listen to this. Go ahead. <clears throat> so I'm I'm in the process of writing a book, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and one of the things that I talked about was uh, this thing, the hero's journey, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a book with Joseph Campbell, and he basically said that every every story is exactly the same. And people mostly go through this hero's journey in their own life as well, mm -hmm. uh, if you're looking to transform or looking to uh, achieve something. Uh, and like basically, it's like you call, like I always use Harry Potter as an example, right? He's in the human muggle world, uh, and then he you know gets a call to adventure, go to Hogwarts, right? He goes to Hogwarts, he meets the mentor, yeah. he meets the mentor, shows him the ropes, goes through the wizarding world. There's a road of trials, right? So you go through like all these like, ups and downs. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use, it. he doesn't know how to ride a broom, yeah. he doesn't know how to you know whatever. Uh, so he's like learning all this stuff, and then there's he goes into this abyss where he doesn't really feel like he fits in. He feels like he's lost and whatever. And then there's one final epic battle uh, that there is with Voldemort right at the end. Uh, and at the end of the at the end, like it looks like all hope is lost. The uh, Voldemort knocked his wand across the room, uh, and it, you can't find it anywhere, right? And he, right there, he's like he gets this like like a 
epiphany in his head, right? It's like the it's like Hagrid from the. Uh, he said something er, like really early on in the movie. He's like, Harry, use your sword or something like that, right? <laughs> that was a Dumbledore voice, yeah. but uh, right. So he's like, use your sword, uh, and then uh, so he like summons all his courage. He uses that one small piece of advice that he got right in the beginning that didn't really seem to matter, uh, and he beats him. Whatever he, he triumphs, he becomes the hero. He returns back to Hogwarts, and everybody thinks he's the hero. Uh, but the the in what they say is like. Uh, you always end up right back where you started because it's just this hero's journey. It's a circle. And you whatever it was that you did, like it was the thing in the beginning that you ultimately end up with. Again, and I'm experiencing the same thing in terms of like went strength and conditioning, PRI, stuff like that. Uh, went through this whole crappy, insane world of, of trials and abyss and all that stuff. And then you end up right back where you started. You're doing the same thing with this stuff. Uh, and you just I think you kind of see this play out in yeah. all the movies, the films, the stories, and, uh, and people's lives as well as they're going through their own hero's journey. So I thought this was interesting because I was thinking about this this morning while I was writing that up. Interesting. And the other thing is, like, when it comes to that stuff, it's like when, you, when you're in the weeds, like, you just have to see the forest through the trees. Remember, you know, that saying? Yeah. When you're in it, like, you know, TiVo, coming from an outside perspective, right? Like, he's out on the outside. He's just looking at Pat Light and who I am and what I'm doing and the social content around it, like, all that. He's just looking at that and being like, I think this is the right move. I'm, like... I, like he's like in a helicopter over the the forest. Yeah. He's all the damn trees. I'm in the forest. Yeah. And I can't see all the freaking yeah. trees. So like you're sitting there and you're like, I want to do this. I was like, okay, that makes might that might make sense for the tree, two trees that you're looking at, Pat. But I don't think it's the forest. Like I don't think that's what's going to. That's not the whole thing. But you need. You're like it's almost like you said the journey. Mm. Like you're looking at these trees and then you're like you start walking a little bit. You see these new trees and you're like, ah, oh, let's try this. And you look at these new trees, and you yeah. see that. And the next thing you know, like you, you climb one of the trees, and you see a, a bunch more. And you're like, well, this is this. And then I'm up on top of one of the trees, and I see Tebow in the helicopter, and <laughs> he brings me up. And now I see all the trees, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, you I start climbing the tree, and like the branch snaps underneath you. You're like, uh-oh. Yeah. You're like, oh, I might be in the wrong tree. <laughs> exactly. That's one of those Instagram stories that's seen by four people. Yeah. Oh, so many of those. So, it is. It's just... When it comes to all of the, you know, you just kind of, sometimes it just takes you a while to get through this stuff, and you and you're trying to figure out the best way to do it. You're trying to figure out the best way to go about it, but I, and that's what again I reference this back to dry January when you're go, when you're looking at the forest two or three times a week, it's a much slower process than when you're looking at it seven times a week, and you're and you're getting through so much more just by doing you know and following going through this uh, and trying to figure out how to kind of get through this process and trying to figure out everything. You just you just need more time. You need more time, um, for sure. And, and so, and I think a testament to you as just an individual is everything that you've done since I've been here, and I'm sure before as well, has been organic to you. You haven't become somebody different or tried to be somebody else. You're just you're being yourself and putting yourself out there unapologetically. So, if I think you've mentioned before, maybe a person or two has seen you and on your making your content and talked like, "Hey, I didn't know you were doing the bars or the businesses or the podcasts," and it's like. It, at the end of the day, you're putting yourself out, out there and whether it drums up future business of somebody who wants to work with somebody like that, or maybe it turns people away. But I think at the end of the day, if it turns people away, maybe you wouldn't want to do business with those people anyway, because you're just being yeah. yourself. Yeah. Listen, you're, it's almost like a, a target market, right? First off, shout out Maria. Thank you for loving me and giving me a lifetime of free covers. You got to imagine that she's a big Texas, Arizona place, Texas, Arizona fan, because it's really the only place we charge covers. Um, and then I, I guess every now and again we we start charging them at River Street Garage now because of the bands. 
Um, but shout out to Maria from TikTok. Speaking of band, we have Kyle Ahern, Kyle Ahern on the live, uh, guitarist for Revolution. Hi, Kyle. Oh, Thanks for really? joining. We love you. Uh, Kyle, if you're if you're I mean, again, if you're looking for a gig, <laughs> dude, I was telling Tebow this. This is my time to pitch. So, Kyle, I'm going to pitch it to you right now, man. Uh, we really want the next time you're playing in New York City. I was going to ask Tebow to ask you guys, but I don't, I don't want to put him out in a weird spot, so I'm just going to do it now. <laughs> Kyle, please, when you're playing in, in New York City next time, let's have a little fun. Come to come to River Street Garage as a pop up gig. Pop up gig. You know, I can't nearly pay you what you're worth. But come on, come in, have a little fun. Maria Sunny will be there. Maria will be there, and I'll give Maria. <laughs> and listen, if you come, I won't make, I won't charge Maria a wow. cover. And listen, we'll all have a great Kyle, time. And Kyle's Ted? famous for going to bars after gigs and just ripping the guitar or whatever instrument. I love that. Stage. Let's have a little fun with it. Let's have a little fun with it. We'll tell the Revolution fans to come by, and I think we'll have a great time. I think I'll play for a beer and good times, Kyle. I have much beer, much beer. I have a lot of beer on tap. Right like so much. Like you wouldn't believe how I'll much play. beer we have. <laughs> I think right I think Kyle would, would agree. I, we 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 don't have a show in New York City this year, sadly, on the books yet. But okay. when next time we're there, between Marley and Kyle and the rest of the crew, I think we could set up something of of trying yeah, we'll to get a, a crew over there. I, you know, honestly, you see a lot of like yeah. these big bands like Revolution. Where they'll have these, they have these like um, events. For example, like uh, we had a DJ years ago, we were trying to accomplish, and we're going through his agency. And the way to go through that was he, like, oh, he's playing at MSG, uh, you know, you know, X night. He might, he's coming in though the night before. He might throw, throw, you know, put us go, you know, do a little, you know, pop up at your place. And that was interesting. I was like, oh, people do that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then we had that. Well, who was that one country star that came in TiVo uh, with Marty and Rhea? I can't remember who it was. Oh, uh, I can picture I him. Ch- Chase, Chase, I wasn't Rice. there that time Chase with you. Chase Rice. Chase yeah, Rice. Chase Rice oh, yeah. came in. He didn't play. Guy. He just sold out MSG, which was sick, and then decided to come to Green Rock afterwards, which he was a lot of fun. He knows what's good. I actually saw him at the, Dur- the Kentucky Derby that year, and uh, he was walking out of the other. I was like, Chase. He did not remember me. He was pretty bombed at the bar. But he, I was like, Chase. He was like, he was like, hey. And I was like, dude, like, I'm, I'm Pat. I'm Green Rock. He was like, oh, that place is a lot of fun. It's <laughs> like, yes, it is a lot of fun, Chase. But uh, Kyle, anytime you want, obviously. I'm never going to turn down Revolution to come to the bar. <laughs> so please come whenever you we're want. We're fine with it. We got, we're fine yeah, with we're it. fine with it. We, we got an email list like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, you wouldn't believe the we'll email. We'll be emailed for the first case. <laughs> Fire out the believe. email list. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the email list. But guys, uh, for those that are listening in the just the podcast, uh, TikTok, we're going to do, as it stands right now, we'll update you. But we what I want to do is every at 9.30 a.m. every Thursday, we'll be live doing live streaming the TikTok, uh, live streaming to TikTok, uh, the the podcast. So you can come on here and, and you'll talk. Well, you know, you can just listen to it live if you prefer that. I know my mom prefers to watch me and my brother do the, the TikTok or the um, the the show. So. I just want to make sure that we're not being held captive against our will <laughs> yeah. by Somalian pirates. <laughs> um, but one quick other thing before before we end the show today, because it's relevant to the stuff we talk about. I recently put out a TikTok about how um, people don't understand that. Oh, I'm covering my face. Uh, people don't understand how that fast food is not nearly as cheap as you as you think it is right now in comparison to uh, to the the food at the bars. And funny enough, I'm on LinkedIn this morning and I come across this thing, and it's uh, the the 
the title is $18 Big Mac Meal CEO Response. And when I read, I put out TikTok about how... It's supposed how, to be expensive? It's supposed to be cheap. Oh, okay. Yeah, you get the dollar menu. Like, at the fast oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, you're, they're saying $18 is way too much. Way too much. Okay. Um, and so I'm trying to not educate, but like let people know, hey, listen, guys, what you, the, the, the brand thought of fast food is that I'm getting the cheapest meal. I'm trying to educate more people that, hey, you're, no, it's not anymore. You're getting still, you're still getting shit quality. You're not getting a ton of food, and it's arguably the same price or close to the same price as the bars yeah. and these 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 mid-level restaurants that I'm trying to tell people about. Because my bars, all my bars and restaurants, maybe Saku, the sushi place, is more of a top tier. We charge a lot of a decent amount of money. It's, it's tough not to charge money for sushi unless you're a delivery yeah, spot. Yeah, sushi's expensive. Uh, so most of my places in there are in that mid-tier, and we wanted to try to educate people to let people know, hey, listen, our prices are... Pretty much the same. Now, you factor in tip. That's what a lot of people talk about. You factor in tip, the time that it takes to be in a restaurant. Uh, the delivery seems to be a bit better from the fast food. So we were trying to figure out those things. But the CEO of McDonald's came out and said in an earnings call that affordability will be the company's focus this year, pointing to the challenges in retaining the low-income consumer uh, because they're having a, lot, uh, having a lot of difficulty keeping people in the in in the as as customers because it's just it's just not affordable anymore. It's not Did, you don't have the five dollar kids meal anymore. Yeah, oh. McDonald's had awful earnings. It was brutal. Yeah, yeah but was isn't that just how it goes with inflation? Yes, like but, it, but it, like for example, one like of the, the things wages they, don't go up. One of the things they but here's the thing. One of the things they point to here is grocery store prices rose one point three percent in comparison to eating out has rose five point two percent. Okay, so like you're seeing like. A huge, but much bigger bump. It's way more affordable now to eat at home yeah. than it is ever to be at these places, and that's because wages have gone up higher. I mean, there's so many things to point to. I mean, Grubhub takes twenty percent. Well, that's of your what I was going to say. Grubhub, uh, the Grubhub is losing me completely. It is way too expensive yeah. to be ordering. Yeah, hundred uh, percent ordering takeout. And people and people complain to the restaurants. It's like, hey, listen, it's not me. Ten percent, ten percent is the service fee for us. And then an additional ten percent if we use one of their drivers. Yeah. So when our margin on food is twenty percent, we just lost it yeah. by using you. Yeah. No, I can't. It's 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 a problem right now. So yeah, it's it, listen. There's there's so much here, and again, this is one of the things I've learned uh, on TikTok that's helping me, is the fact that I have the ability to reach out and get to the customer and say, hey, listen, keep this in mind. You know, I said that the 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 price of a McChicken sandwich. Or chicken combo, whatever it was at at McDonald's, was like seventeen bucks. If you got that same thing from Texas, Arizona, or I think it was Green Rock, I think it was eighteen yeah. or nineteen bucks. I was like, dude, for a few extra bucks, we're gonna give you a better chicken breast. We're gonna give you a bigger chicken breast. Yeah. We're gonna give you hand cut fries that morning. Like we're gonna give you all that stuff. Yeah, okay. If you want to get on me about tip, okay, tip is twenty percent on twenty bucks, guys. That's that's four dollars. Yeah. Like I'm not, we're, it's not, it's not. What I'm, I'm not saying like we're we're cheaper or we're not, we're not, but we are far less expensive than you think. Yeah. And I don't want people to to shy away from going and ordering from the small mob and pops in your in your wherever you are locally, because they're probably going to give you better quality food. They're probably going to give you more food, and it's only a few extra dollars. So like, keep that in mind. Don't think that oh, you know, if McDonald's Big Mac meal is eighteen dollars, don't I don't want you going onto the app and being like, 
oh, well, Texas Arizona's meal, you know, burger meal, must be $28. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. If you're ordering online from Grubhub, from all these spots, right. it's, so it's going to be, if the Big Mac meal is 18 bucks, our meal is going to be 20 Yeah. 19 Yeah, you can't get anything on Grubhub for under 30 in bucks. Fact, in fact, I'll take it one step further. In um, Texas, Arizona, Green Rock, all these places, if a Big Mac meal is going to come with it, the only thing we wouldn't, we wouldn't come with is a drink. But we're going to come with a better quality burger. We're going to come with a bigger burger. We're going to come with hand-cut fries. And we're going to probably – there is no burger that I know on my menu because I set prices, folks, just so you're aware of that. I don't think there's any burger on my menu in the 20s. So we're going to come in at the same price, only you're not going to get a huge Diet Coke alongside it. <laughs> which I'm going to – listen, I'm going to help you out. Drink water. It's way better for you. Um, so like no no it, have it, a it beer is, it, have a shot welcome to Green Rock well if you come in yeah if you come in that's the other thing that was funny one of the people said okay yeah but you're not factoring tip or the price of the beer you go who said you had a drink <laughs> you don't have to have a drink yeah, if, you're not, yeah, yeah. if you're going to McDonald's if you're choosing McDonald's or one of the bars you can't tell me it's more expensive to be at my bar because you're going to have a beer I, okay well I, you, I didn't make you do that yeah. So like, and we're probably not gonna charge you for a diet coke. Maybe charge you like a buck. I don't know, two dollars. I don't know what that is. Can't be much. But so like, I'm just again. The whole point of it is just to let people know. Hey, listen. Like wherever you are, if you're if you're in Hoboken, I would be happy. Please choose us. If you're not and you're somewhere else, you know, look at the mom and pop places. Look at it. You know, kind of how. These places are going bad because they're going to give you better quality. I promise you, they're probably going to give you more food, and it's just going to be better for you uh, in general. And you're going to help a small business. You're not going to McDonald's. Well, McDonald's I still consider a small business only because it's usually like one of us owning yeah. uh, owning the McDonald's. It's you know McDonald's itself is not a big a small business, but the person owning McDonald's might own one or two. Like they're not they're a small business operator, so you still want them to do well, but like. You're not. You're just not getting the value like you once were. The price. You're not saving much money on it. Like you're not saving on really any of it. So just keep that in mind next time you're out there and, and you're ordering food off Grubhub. Um, it's just. It just is what it is. So with that being said, the one thing I will answer some TikTok questions. There's only one that I need to answer here. But uh, Commander Nation, why aren't you swiping? Why aren't you swiping credit cards and handing them back to them? Handing them back to them. Uh, I am doing that. All of my locations should uh, oh open or closed right oh I bet you wow Commander Nation that's a gr I don't know if you're still in here that's a great great comment though because I made a I made a post last night that's what he's referring to yeah he's referring to the uh, the opening TikTok closing about tabs. opening or closening tabs like stop opening and closing tabs really yes yep. because more I'm saying more credit cards are left which is true maybe a year ago he's right or he or she is right. They're right. I hand all my all my credit cards back to the consumer now. We wow. don't keep them. We don't need them. You you, oh, you, you pre off tab open. You pre off and oh. you just go. Oh okay. So uh, fake, fake news totally on that TikTok, Pat. Fake news on that TikTok. Fake news. Fake news. Ooh. At least on, at least for my own restaurants. <laughs> Shout news. out to Commander Nation, keeping you honest. Yes. Listen, I, hand up. When I screw up, hand up. I, I'm first one to say it. First one to say <laughs> it. Uh, Joe and Ethan, thank you for tuning into the to the TikTok. Um, Oh, look, it's the dude who struck out Mike Trout, correct? That is true. Uh, that no, is a fact. No matter, Can confirm. That is a fact. And no matter how many posts I make that have nothing to do with baseball, no matter how many, I always have somebody in the comments talking about Mike Trout. So, listen, I, 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 I accept this. I understand it. Uh, so, I appreciate all that. But, guys, 
I appreciate you tuning in yet again. Again, if you prefer to watch us live, you'll get a visual. We're still working through the kinks. I have actually some ideas now. Uh, it is a lifetime achievement. Thank you, Joe. But I have some ideas now as far as how can we can make this better. So I am going to play with this a little bit after you, we stop recording on for the podcast. t I'm going to stay in here. And I want to see if I can go to landscape and make this bigger. But regardless of that, if you prefer to watch us, TikTok live, 9.30 a.m. every Thursday. We're going to start going live. We had 190 total people come in uh, throughout the, pod- the podcast, so you won't be in here alone. Um, but come in. Enjoy it. You can ask questions I because uh, uh, th- I have the chat up here as well along with TiVo, so I can look and watch this. And when the questions roll in, I won't interrupt unless it makes sense to. Uh, but I will answer some questions. I'll get to you, Ethan, here in a second. I will answer some questions for people uh, live on the show. So uh, come in, enjoy it, um, and, and we'll keep doing this every at 9.30 every morning. On, or not every morning, 9.30. Not Pat McAfee yet. <laughs> 9.30 uh, every Thursday morning uh, with TiVo and Sean, which will be, which will be nice. Um, Ethan, before I let everybody go, I'll answer this. What is your favorite affordable alcoholic beverage? Affordable one? I don't know what people I choose as affordable. Um, if I'm not drinking scotch, I think scotch is for what you get, bang for your buck. Glenlivet 12 is I'm going to charge you because my rent's high, though. You have to keep in mind that my rent and my insurance are so high. I'm going to charge you, you know, $15, $16 for Glenlivet 12 on the rocks. But bang for your buck, it's a good drink. You can, you can sip on it for 30, 45 minutes. You don't need to rush through that drink. Uh, you're going to get 40% alcohol instead of your, your 5% in your beer. That's going to cost you 10 bucks. Um, so think, if you're just looking ABV, I'm charging you 15 bucks for 40%. Or you're going to have to drink $40 with a beer to get to that, that, that well, not more than that. It's 5% in a beer. So you're going to have to drink $80 worth of beer to get to that, that 40% ABV. I don't know if that's actually how alcohol works in your blood, but... Uh, I, I like a good scotch. It's, it's a good drink. It's, you know, again, it's, a, it's fairly affordable for the bang for your buck. You're going you're to be able to sip on it for a good bit. Uh, don't rush through them because you end up get, drinking a bit too much. You won't understand how much is about to hit you. But that would be my bang. Other than that, I'm a big Surfside guy. Those vodka iced teas are delightful. Not a fan. You're not a fan of Surfside. I like want bubbles. Oh, I forgot. You're a big bubbles guy. Yeah. You know what? I think I might be changing too, by the way. I still prefer the Surfside's. I've recently started liking Bubbles. That's the best. It's not the best, but I, I have it. Tivo, are you a Bubbles guy or uh, no carbonation? Um, I mean, I just like to get drunk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have a lot of customers that feel the same way. Uh, but anyway, guys, I like I so too many Bubbles. I like Bubbles. I like Bubbles, but if it's like 10, it's like too much carbonation. Okay. Okay. That's true. Well, and stuff to chug those. Not that we sh- I'm promoting chugging. But anyway, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. I hope you have a I hope you had a fantastic well for those listening live I hope you had a I hope you have a fantastic weekend for those listening on Monday I hope you had a great weekend uh, and next time you're going out and choosing or even grubhubbing uh, food keep in mind the small businesses are hurting on food sales and likely not very much more expensive if more expensive at all depending on their rent and stuff like that uh, in your local area so choose small business small business Saturday uh, here at uh, sorry we're closed so enjoy your weekend. <laughs> Every day. Or ha- hope you had a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon.